0: Welcome to Episode 3 of the 412 Double Play Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Michael Castragano. Let's look at the roster roundup for the past week. The week started off rough as a UCL injury caused by a diving catch sent Jake Marisnyk to the 10-day IL, leading to Max Kranich returning to the Pirates. Marisnick had surgery to repair the tear, expected to miss 4-6 to six weeks. Due to a long outing in Tuesday's game against the Dodgers, Bo Solser was optioned, and Cam Aldred was called up from Indianapolis. Roberto Perez was moved to the 60-day IL to accommodate Aldred, so not looking good for the veteran catcher coming back anytime soon. A bunch more moves on Thursday as Cranick and Cole Tucker were optioned as the Bucks called up Dwayne Underwood Jr. and Rudolfo Castro. Additionally, Tyler Beatty, was claimed off waivers from the Giants, former uh, 14th overall pick a few years back, and the Pirates' DFA'd Solcer. Sam Howard, who had been designated last week to call up uh, Michael Perez, was claimed by the Tigers on Friday. Not a huge loss, honestly, as he pitched to career-worst marks in both strikeout and walk rates. His velocity is down significant from, significantly from last season. BD was activated prior to the game Friday as Aldred was optioned back to Indy. Both Solcer was claimed by the Orioles on Saturday. He also was not doing all that great with the team was mostly depth. Still unfortunate to lose anybody for nothing. And that is our recap for the roster. Jumping into a weekly r- recap Solid start out of the gate. Buckles took two of three from the Dodgers behind strong starting pitching from Quintana in game one and a combined effort from Peters and Cranick in game three with offensive surge from Sawinski. Outscored 15 to 11 but still took the series. Red series not quite as successful. Rubaker had a strong outing in game one but no offense as we lost four to zero. Keller got some good defensive plays behind him early but hard contact caught up with him dropping the game eight to two. Zach Thompson came back with six shutout innings on Saturday for a 3-1 win, but Quintana did one better with seven shutout innings as part of a 1-0 win today, despite the Buccos getting no hit, which we will be talking about exclusively now. This is an unprecedented event, more rare than uh, no-hitter on its own, no more rare than uh, perfect game. Uh, an unassisted triple play. Technically, there have been two official no-hitters thrown in a losing effort before other times, counting today, where a team was no-hit and still won the game. <clears throat> April 23rd, 1964, Houston Colts versus Cincinnati Reds. And uh, April 30th, 1967, Orioles versus Tigers uh, are the only times where they pitch a 9 in a game and lost uh, due to uh, with a no-hitter. Uh, Yankees-White Sox, July 1st, 1990. Red Sox-Indians, April 12th, 1992. And then the last time this happened before today, June 28th, 2008. Angels-Dodgers, Jared Weaver, and Jose Arradondo combined for a no-hitter. So, uh, really incredible. Hunter Green was mixing his fastball and slider all day, really keeping... Uh, the Pirates hitters off their game. Uh, He didn't get a ton of strikeouts. I think he ended up with uh, seven, maybe. But walks really caught up with him. He came out in the eighth inning. He was over 100 pitches at the time. I think he is a rookie through his career high in pitches today with, I believe, 117 he ended with. But he walked two of the first three batters he faced, Uh, Art Warren came in for relief. He walked the next batter, and with one out, Brian Hayes was able to uh, avoid hitting into a double play, hit into a fielder's choice. That scored the run, and that was really all that the Bucs were going to need because uh, Bednar came in the ninth and was able to shut it down as he's been shutting it down all season. It's just such a weird semi-piratey thing to happen still kind of in awe that we got no hit for the fourth time since our last no hitter in 97 but it doesn't technically count as a no hitter this is one of the ones where because they pitch less than nine innings it's not an official no hitter it's technically an almost no hitter similar to the uh, double headers last season where madison Bumgarner threw a seven inning no hitter Feels like it should be a no-hitter, should be in the books, but technically doesn't count. Still an interesting mark in history. Let's go down on the farm with the Indianapolis Indians who were playing at the Charlotte Knights. They split the six-game series with a win today behind a five-RBI game from O'Neill Cruz. They are now 17-17. Cruz has been heating up, still batting under the Mendoza line, but... Looks like possibly turning things around. Possibly we'll be seeing some good things from him soon. Altoona Curve at home against the Somerset Patriots. They dropped four of six to a tough Somerset squad. They are now 14-19. and 19. We haven't seen Henry Davis the past couple games. He was hit by pitch uh, twice in his first couple games. Worried that that might be indicative of some sort of an injury that he's been out for so long. Hopefully we'll hear something soon. Greensboro Grasshoppers at Hickory Crawdads. They split the six game series with a win today. A big start today from uh, Jacob Gonzalez, who's been incredible throughout this entire week that he's been up with Greensboro. We'll talk more about him later on. Bradenton Marauders at Jupiter Hammerheads lost 6 today to save the sweep. They are now 16 and 17 on the season. And let's jump into our Stargill stars. Daniel Vogelbach, possibly the best off-season acquisition by Ben Sherrington, tied with our next star. Uh, Bogey went 5-for-18 over six games this past week, two home runs, five walks to four strikeouts, and a 1.101 OPS. His only job is hitting. The dude just excels at it. Love seeing him at the plate. Nice, tight swing. Great feel for the strike zone. And he just gets on base. Love to see it. Happy to have him on the team. Next guy up, our pitcher, Jose Quintana. Can't be anybody else. He blanked the Dodgers over six innings, came back, pitched seven shutout innings against the Reds, scattered five hits, five walks, and 10 strikeouts over the 13 innings pitched this week. Charrington's had some hits and some misses, but Bogey and Q, both hits for me. No third one this week in the majors, at least, but I do want to point out, like I mentioned before, Jacob Gonzalez, who was promoted to Greensboro last week after crushing it in Bradenton for the first part of the season. Playing the past five games with Grasshoppers, he put up a 6.32, 667, 1.263 slash line. Three home runs and a stolen base just for fun, I guess. <laughs> We've talked about Gonzalez before on the call, on the podcast, minor league rule five draft pickup from the Giants in December. He was a little old for Bradenton. We were trying to temper our expectations on that. But if he keeps this up, he'll be heading to Altoona in no time. Looking to the week ahead, we've got three games against Chicago, uh, against the Cubs in Chicago. First matchup, Wade Miley versus Dylan Peters. Second matchup, the Cubs starter hasn't been announced yet, possibly Keegan Thompson against JT Brubaker, and then we've got Smiley against Keller for the last game in the series. And then we come home for three games against the Cardinals. Adam Wainwright recently activated off the injured list against Zach Thompson. Uh, Miles Mikolas against Quintana, and then Steven Matz versus Bryce Wilson for the last game of the series. I like our chances in both series. I'm going to uh, be a little bit more cautious with the St. Louis series as I think that their pitching is very good. But the Cubs are scuffling the season. They're in between stages of a rebuild, they're coming off a couple of winning series. Cardinals have some massive holes on offense. Only Arenado, Edmund, and Goldschmidt are hitting above 250 among the regulars. Ah, I'm going to be bold this week. I'm going to say Bucks take two of three in each one. We'll see what happens. Looking forward to these two series, but that wraps it up for us here at the 412 Double Play. Thank you for joining, and let's go Bucks!